0: With Martha Davis, Panda Land Making a Count is the short film winner of best film at the Toronto Documentary Film Festival. I love this film, it's a Toronto film. The thing I like, love, well, well, love about this film the most is that just the idea of the Panda Land is, is a short film in itself. But then you took it the extra mile by doing the whole kind of like allegory of doing voting and kind of like teaching the community, the kids in your area about like democracy in general. I thought that what a what an amazing film, but it's like it's kind of twofold. And I thought that it's a genius film. So congratulations. I know that this kind of came from through osmosis, correct? It was kind of like a a just happened through COVID.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It built very organically. It started out as a small, small little zip line in the community, seven little baskets and seven little pandas emerging from my working with uh, my um, after school student and and then um, the crux of the, the whole thing uh, became evident when I put out this little tent uh, that said uh, Camp for Homeless Pandas. And that was where the drama began. Um, so to tell your viewers more about it, the Panda Land was at first uh, becoming an amusement park and kids were coming around to the yeah. site and enjoying seeing it and it was building and building. I try to add something new every day. and. Um, soon, uh, I thought of doing something a little extra, and so I, I thought of putting down this tent and calling it camp for homeless pandas, and I just waited to see what would happen. Yeah. And it didn't take long for neighborhood kids to to say to themselves, "Oh, there's this camp for homeless pandas. What does this mean?" And then one kid said, "There, there has to be more home. There has to be more housing for homeless pandas." Yeah, and we got kids all uh, enraged and upset, and then yeah. we started building a the little little shelter for them and it all blew up from there.
0: You made it so you made them socially conscious.
1: I made them socially conscious. Yeah. So what
0: I'm just curious from a logistics standpoint the funny funny story is that I know I don't, we're not going to stay where you live in Toronto but I had a friend who lived down the street uh from you and I used to like, go hang out with them all the time. So I used to walk by your place like almost like on a daily basis so when i first watched the film i'm like i know where this is this is on burning i'm not going to say the name of the street but it's like and then i'm, I'm like oh my god i'm right so it's just it's so interesting like how there's context now to seeing this house yeah i've seen this house a thousand times so did there's a person behind land, the house did you ever see panda land never saw panda land because this oh. is before i'm saying that but now there's context behind your home right like there's right. like Oh, there's a person, there's a human being who's a filmmaker. <laughs> it's like, it's right. so interesting, right? Right. The question I have is that, is that what did you do when it rained? Like, what did you do Oh my radiation? gosh!
1: So I was beholden to the weather all summer. I sure. had to take those pandas up and down. All the stuffies came in at the first chance of rain. I didn't get to leave my house for the whole summer, more or less. I took one day trip and I had to take all the stuffies in every day. And I had to take the cardboard parts of the installation in the cinema. Yeah. And various other things had to come up and down every day. There's a shot in the film that shows me coming up the steps of my house with a big laundry basket full of pandas. Every night I took them in and every morning I put them up.
0: So it was his job. It was a j- basically a it was, job.
1: It was a job. Yeah. That's it was so- actually a pretty long job.
0: And because did you have any like because I know people can be up to no good? Did you have any like uh, any people like trying to damage anything or in the area? So
1: interesting, interesting question. Not a soul. It was in a public place across the street. Anybody could have come by and snitched the right you in the core of downtown anytime. Toronto
0: too, right? Yep. Yeah.
1: Anybody could have come and snitched the at any time and it didn't happen. It was amazing.
0: Yeah, that tells you, well, like that tells you with Toronto in a nutshell, I guess, too, right?
1: And it tells you too that my involvement in the community and my neighbors. Everybody kind of looked out for it. Also, I've been doing this work with fairies around the neighborhood. I don't know if you know about the fairy Project, but fairies were something that started before Panda so people in the neighborhood knew me as a person who put fairies at fairy doors.
0: Do you believe in the fairies?
1: Yeah, well, I made fairies out of pipe cleaners and, and the styrofoam balls.
0: But you don't believe in the concept of, of... I just was reading... I'm reading my daughter this. She's, she's five, this book on fairies. I'm convinced down there's fairies because this, this book has convinced me. So, right. That's why I was asking you.
1: <laughs> so, and okay. The pandas, the pandas, in fact, weren't important to Pandaland either. I mean, pandas and their, you know, their place in the world, their um, endangerment, none of that was important to Panda Land. It could have been any animal. Of course. It just happened to be pandas.
0: But that said, people, kids love something. There's something that attracts kids to pandas. There's something. Of course. Cute and huggable. There's something huggable about right.
1: it, right? Right.
0: Okay. So you you did this pandaland. So when did you decide? When was the con- when did you decide? Okay, I'm going to turn this into a film. When, when did that happen?
1: So that was a lot later. Like after pandaland, after the election, after pandaland came down and was in my front garden, uh, where it went, where it came down. September, after the election, September twenty first, it came down. The day after twenty second, it came down. The day after the federal election, and went to my front yard, and then. Maybe mid October, friends were pestering me saying, Come on, you got to make a film about this. They knew that I'd collected footage and stills all summer. And mm-hmm. I'd sort of been doing that for fun, hadn't gotten any media releases or anything like that going. <laughs> People came to Pandaland, had fun. Kids would play on the, on the back lot there. Parents yeah. would bring picnic blankets and stay. And it didn't become a thing until mid October. Then I thought, Gotta make a film.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> talk about. Releases usually a documentary, it's not a huge issue with somebody's in a picture, but with these are kids too, right? So I'm assuming yeah. that you had to contact the parents' children and make sure that they're okay with their kids being in the film.
1: Yeah, that was a long and arduous process.
0: Sure. One, yeah.
1: one, one parent, uh, having given me email permission, then decided he didn't want his kid in the film. And uh, I had to recut the film, it was already done. And and I realized the email permission wasn't enough. I had to have a formal media release. Yeah. So I started that process yeah. just after the film was completed. I started it, and luckily everybody agreed except for him.
0: Well, well, um, hope I hope he wasn't the main character. <laughs> the kid wasn't the main character in the film. He was. Either. She
1: was a. She had a big role, man. It was it was a real crusher. But anyway, um, I, I won't tell you who it was or anything. But I I patched it back together. You yeah. never know.
0: Well. You've made films in the past. This is part of the the filmmaking process, right? There's always a conflict.
1: Yeah, I've never done media releases before. Mm. Uh, In 1987, I completed my feature film, Path, which is a cross Toronto trip. I met all kinds of people in that movie. Some people are even with audio, but many, many, many faces and I didn't get any media releases. But I guess times were different in those days. I had a Super 8 camera with me. I was very unobtrusive. Yeah that film is a feature and it's on it's on the, available on the web now
0: which and is ironic because now everybody <clears throat> there's cameras everywhere and everybody's being photographed everywhere right so yeah
1: yeah
0: but they're i, I get it they're kids it's like I, it depends who you are like from myself like i have a, like a strong um social media following so someone knows my my children are nowhere on the internet so someone knows my children people can be really nasty right, right? so you, there's like so i'm just giving you my point of view it's like i i don't i probably would let you like kids be in your film but at the same time it's like it's such a weird time now like in terms of like of like depends where the person's position is where they are in standing if they have if they have a lot of like uh like if they're famous or whatever you know what i mean like so yeah because people go after kids right so because people are, can be nasty unfortunately right
1: yeah most parents were fine with it, but. Oh, sure, yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I'm yeah. just giving you, I'm giving you like uh, the devil's advocate, right? So just because yeah. you never know, right? So, okay, so you so you decided to make it in the film, you got all this footage. So did you kind of like go through the footage and kind of like write a script and kind of yes. figure out the plot points? Is that what you did?
1: Yes, and I have I hired a professional editor for the first time. I've always edited my own work, but this time I hired an editor, which was great because he came down strongly. The election sequence in the middle, he was responsible for the cutting of that. Okay. And he found the music for it, that, that zappy newscast music thing yeah, that has a yeah. role. But he, he put that all together, it's really, it's really great. Uh, so yeah, he, he sort of helped me along, but I was very prepared before I went into the edit. I, I had a, I guess you'd call it a, a working script I had. I knew what, where things were gonna go and what I wanted from it, Got, pretty much.
0: Gotcha, you had a blueprint, you knew where you knew where you were gonna go. It's yeah. the great thing about the editing is that, in the way you did it, is that it's it's a it's 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 across generations, meaning that it's for my three year old watch your film, and then a ninety nine year old can watch the film. It's like anybody can can watch this film and get something out of it, right? Yeah,
1: so. that's true. I had I had a tussle with whether to put the um, older white man at the very beginning, you know, the guy who introduces the film, "Welcome to Pandaland, because he's you know is an old an older guy, and I thought, oh, this isn't gonna go over well in my my editor was very strong now keep that in that's your initial point we were going for hot dogs we wanted to get into hot dogs yeah and he said better to not have it kiddish at the beginning and not to have the music too kiddish so he he really you know he managed to make it appeal to various generations yeah that's
0: saying. yeah that that's very important right so because like kids are going to like the movie no matter what there's it's panda land it's like they're gonna there it's so there's something magical about that like uh Cause this is what kids do, right? They, they create worlds and you created this not, ma- so they, their own toys, right? So you created this magical world for them so they can come every day and they can add to it. So with the, I'm just curious, cause I'm sure you had editorial control of the Pandaland. land. There's something you have to remove from Pandaland? land. That- yes.
1: Uh, early on kids were bringing all kinds of stuff, frogs, yeah, Pokemon, Star Trek figures, <laughs> And I had to whittle it down. I finally had put a little thing on the blog, this on, on the well, community blog, and I, I said to parents, don't bring anything but pandas or Playmobil people. I won't yeah. accept anything else. And that whittled it down because otherwise it was going to be a morass of, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, dreams. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So you have, there's rules to Panda Land. There's always got to be rules, right?
1: There's rules to Panda Land. Yeah.
0: So so what would like what stood out for you is of what a kid created. Like what, what was something that the, 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 like the creative things that they did?
1: Well, there was a lot of interest in the tea room and there's three shots in the tea room that show the evolution of the tea room. I had the tea room set up very structured as a little um, you know, enclave that was quiet and peaceful with pandas sipping tea and stuff. Then kids would come in and make it into a party room and there were marbles and there's a scene in the film that shows that uh, the tea room one, two, three. And I make a comment that kids nowadays clearly, clearly see things differently. There was, you know, marbles and a king and all kinds of glitz and glamour and stuff. That was one thing they really liked to edit. There who were all did, kinds of things they did. They moved stuff around.
0: Who did the the theater? Only time, the movie theater. The panel The movie theater.
1: theater. The movie theater, I made I made the transformation from the tacky old cardboard box movie theater to the tacky new cardboard box movie theater. <laughs> um yeah, that, that didn't that didn't get changed around too much. Um the Diving board and waiting pool were favorites because the panda would dive off the waiting board, off the diving board, fall outside of the waiting pool and have to go to the infirmary. Yeah. To get fixed up.
0: Then the Panda Land school, right? Like it's a community.
1: And there was a school, yeah. There was a little Panda Land school, which changed into the campaign headquarters later. Okay, the so tell me about the,
0: the, the, before, was it before you decided to make the film, The the, the whole
1: voting process took place? everything took place before I decided to make the film.
0: So you're just shooting things where, did you have like uh, an Instagram account or like anything you're posting online or?
1: Nope, I didn't post anything online. I was just shooting for fun because I'm a filmmaker, that's what I do. So I just kept track of everything and it was lucky I did. Now, the day after the election or the day before the federal election, uh, was it the day after? I think it was the day before the federal election. I had the kids come and talk. It was quite a bit after the panned election I had the kids come and do their their talking about what they voted for. Yeah, that was that was, and I had a couple of takes on that. It wasn't pure doc. Gotcha, and
0: that's like and you like you you didn't want to get uh, like political. You didn't want to politicize this movie as well. So like, did you find that line of like not saying that it's too liberal or too conservative? Kind of finding that balance.
1: Yep, I didn't. I wouldn't want to have any speeches. I didn't want to have any candidates. I just wanted the issues. Yeah. Housing and the environment. And it worked very well for me. And It was simple for the kids. It was, you know, housing with the environment. And then they found that the two were interconnected and they could, by voting for the environment, they could get both. That was yeah. very important.
0: So that, 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 so that's, it's so interesting. Did anybody resist your ideology about what you're voting for? I mean, the parents or anything like
1: that? Um, one or two parents asked. No, I don't think so. And parents were voting too, you know. The yeah. oldest voter was 102. 102 102 from the senior citizens residents around the corner.
0: That's amazing.
1: And there was the youngest voter was like two. So anybody could vote. No, I I kept it simple. I think parents respected that.
0: But that said, it's like any downtown core in any big city, there's a certain, you know, you lean in in the the left direction, I guess. Right. I guess. Well,
1: my little my little diatribe after the election, when I'm standing there, sitting there in the sun saying, Pandela is coming down. Remember, I say, um, what do I say, uh, I think we fared better, the pandas, the denizens of Pandaland fared better than we did in the federal election. They got their housing cleaned up and they got their environment, they got their housing built and they got their environment cleaned up. Yeah. And then they go, ah.
0: Is <laughs> the people, people don't know uh, the federal election that, that occurred with the? It's, it's like he won, uh, Trudeau got reelected, but he, yeah. he didn't get the majority of votes. He only yeah. won by what, 33%. Yeah. So everybody was a standstill it's like everybody just basically there was no no majority it was just everybody
1: yeah
0: it was kind of a government that basically everybody's going to fight with each other and nothing's going to get done i guess right yeah
1: yeah that was a little bit what i indicated there yeah <laughs> but but the, the idea was that change the the main message of the film is that change can happen and that if you get involved and you do vote things can happen that was what i wanted to instill in kids basically and that's how you and ended
0: the film with the school, with the pandas yeah. in the school, and you said change can happen, right?
1: That's exactly right. On that blackboard, the very last shot. Yeah, it's
0: like there's so, no. That, there. It's it's so cool though. It, it's good for kids to to learn that from outside of their parents, outside of their teachers, like to have this kind of understand other education. I think he did an amazing service. I think that I think that like I, I know you kind of sugar coated like the 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 film and saying how beautiful everything is, but I'm sure this wasn't, this was not an easy thing that you did. Like you said, you had to work every day, you couldn't take a vacation. Yeah,
1: that's true. But you know, just recently I finished a school tour of the school in the community where Pandalam was shot. And I went to 15 classes, I went to every class in the school for 40 minutes, showed the film, talked to all the kids about it, it was great. Talked to all the kids about the issues and teachers loved it, it was great.
0: This this is perfect for schools. Like I don't know what if you connections you have with distrib- distributors and uh, within the education system. This is a perfect school movie. This is like yeah. like, I said, like like kindergarten and up. It's like anybody yeah. like who's out like can really get into it.
1: The kids love seeing themselves in the film. Yeah, it was terrific. And I've actually got somebody at York University in the Children and Youth Program interested in perhaps Good. sharing it with their students Good. in the fall. Good to hear. So I'd uh, like to do uh, more school tours. Anybody out there who has a school and wants me to come over? I'll come over. <laughs> I'll show the movie. Well,
0: yeah, it's just you just have to find that connection, and and I'm sure that it will happen because it's like I said, it's like uh, it's just a, it's a perfect film. It's like all around. So so we send you the audience in the audience feedback video. What did you think about the audience? What do you think what, what the audience had to say about your film?
1: Well, I loved it. I thought I thought it was so so great to hear people outside my family and circles of friends. Sure. making comments on it. Comments were all positive, I, you know, I was rather flattered. I thought, geez, nothing wrong with my film. <laughs> no, I liked hearing the comments. I thought it was great. Um, particularly the, uh, the one woman who was in the middle who had um, a number of things to say. She was very, she had a lot of interesting comments about the sort of message of the film and so forth.
0: Yeah, because there's a good, there's a great message here. So, and so like, yeah, and so you're, what, what's next for you? You're obviously gonna get this, you wanna get this out there, you wanna get people to see it as much as possible. You've already had an established career. You've done so much in your life so far, and I'm, I'm sure you have so much farther to go. Are you, do you, is there another film that you wanna make? There's like, what, what's next, what do you wanna do?
1: Well, um, I don't, I'm not looking too far ahead. I'm sort of looking at this summer and I've got in mind a photography camp for kids. It will be a a green screen camp where you can come and I teach you how to, I teach you the techniques of composition and collage and green screens, make your own dream scenes. Mm -hmm. I've been doing these dream scenes, still photographs with seniors since 2017 and I've had a lot of success with them. You can go anywhere, do anything you want to the glory of and magic of green screen photography. So seniors ride racing cars. They meet the queen. They, um, go up the edge walk at the CN Tower. They, um, you know, do various adventurous things that they've never done, could never do, or things in their past that they want to get back to. And I want to do the same thing with kids because kids have dream scenes too. So I've made 450 of the, I've met 450 children through daycares and schools in the last three years and made these dream scenes with them. But I've always made the dream scenes. I've, I've collaborated with them. I've done their dream scene. Sure. But this summer, I'm going to teach them how to make their own.
0: So do you, people can go to greenscreenqueen.ca, right?
1: Yeah, you can go to greenscreenqueen.ca or they can go to they can go straight to my email, which is bright at yahoo.com <laughs> to talk to me about it further. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. That's that's an interesting email address you got there.
1: I've had it for years. Can't get rid of it now. Everybody knows me by it
0: yeah uh so basically people have like so basically yeah you go to that website and you can see kind of pictures of what of what you do for people and how yeah you
1: only see the you only see the seniors pictures there because of course permissions have to be granted to get those sure. kids' pictures the kids pictures are all over their fridges their their bedroom walls all over the city but the seniors pictures are all up on the website no but get the
0: well like listen this is what there's so that there's a huge market for uh daycares like they get permission yeah. kids to, to get their their like to go on their website and their instagram photos so it's like i'm sure this this is not hard for you to do when you get the classes going on so so yeah so you got like if you go people for context you you're uh there's a there's a shot someone's in the in, in casablanca right someone's yeah. flying uh there's someone's flying on an owl someone's yeah. making a lot of money someone's like uh disrespecting doug ford who is our yeah. our reelected premier and, uh, Did you see the one of Trump? I didn't but see Trump the one of Trump.
1: Trump there. Oh, it's someone's near dumping, the dumping one. water on Trump. That's the one. That's the, I've sold, that's the I've, one. I've sold four copies of that for $50 each.
0: $50. There's yeah. a cat. Why is the cat there? In the photo? Uh,
1: I don't know. The cat belongs to the senior.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, why is the cat in the White House? What's going on here? <laughs> Trump doesn't like dogs or cats? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you can kind of tell where your ideology is. You got skydiving and then you're right the rafting. It's pretty cool. You're, you're uh, yeah. Grand Canyon hobnobbing with the queen, right? Yeah. Pretty cool stuff.
1: Thanks. So the yeah, view, the,
0: so the, so the seniors like huge. this, they they must they, they must be really enjoying love it. it.
1: And they love it and it gets put up on the seniors in the seniors residences on the on the screens they have like the digital screens in the front hall and the seniors cluster around and they laugh and laugh at each other's things. It creates so much bonding in the seniors homes because it's interesting it's interesting that like like it. like, like a, go ahead I haven't been able to get back to it since the pandemic of course
0: yeah
1: they're slow to let people back so i'd love to get back to it
0: yeah of course right like they they're and but i was going to say it's like they the, 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 it must be great for a lot of these seniors because you know they were they were like say they're in their 80s or, or whatever it's like in their wildest dreams could they imagine that they could that you can do this technology right
1: yeah the green screen isn't too much tech for seniors either it's like they can manage it yeah photoshop exactly. is a whole different thing but green screen is nice and simple and for kids too yeah. Well, this is a great
0: different. film. I love panda Land. I remember when I first saw it, it was like, I'm, I'm so proud that you did this film. I think it's, it's, just, it's really great. I hope it serves you well. It's going, it's playing in London, it's playing in Berlin, right? In the United States, of course, it's going everywhere. It's like, it's a real, it's a real pleaser. It doesn't matter if you're in Toronto or not. Everybody can universally relate to this, this film, which is, which is amazing. It's not easy to do. Thanks.
1: I'm glad it got some, finally got some, respecting Toronto. They say that, they say that your film has to go all over the world before you get any notice in your hometown.
0: Yeah, that's how it works, right? I can tell <laughs> yeah. you more about that off camera, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, congratulations. And, uh, and let's talk again when you when you make your next film or when you make your next enterprise. I appreciate it.
1: Okay, thanks, Matthew. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five.